Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. One of the best parts of life is that things don't always work out the way you plan. The result can be an adventure that takes you to places you never thought you'd ever see, or experiences that help create memories that you can look back on for years to come. With good, though, there must also come the bad. Today's story has many moments that turn out much different than you'd expect. As our subject today, Michelle Hadley, would find out. She would find herself in the middle of a nightmare. Nightmare that keeps getting worse and worse. And even when she tries to escape and get away from it all, it just keeps getting worse. My name's Ben. And I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. of sore necks ever right now look at her no she sleeps in weird positions all the time she does but she's not a young spry little pup anymore okay what the heck i actually took them to the dog park today and some lady was looking at rip and her dog was quite young i guess and she was looking at rip and she was like oh you got some gray hairs you're not a young pup and i was like you tell her to go fuck herself i was like she's four <laughs> wow like what do you mean she's a husky she's half like white hair i know half gray half black i was a little bit insulted actually so i was like what she's not old no like, that is not old and here she is running around like a crazy person so i'm like what the heck she didn't know what she's talking about yeah um honey on the other hand I think she's curled up like a little freaking sweet angel over there. She's fitting into the tiny home like perfectly. She's officially completely comfortable. She has made her home. It's fantastic. She stresses me out though, but. Okay. She just had one escape venture the other day. (laughs) She only escapes when I'm home. It seems like I literally take my eye off them for five minutes and then I go out there and honey's not in the freaking yard. Shit. It's the curse. It makes my heart just stop. It's a curse. You are cursed. The dogs will only escape when you're home, not when I am. Okay. Well, soon enough, (laughs) you will be home all the time. Yep. That's true. Because I only have like a week and a half Mm -hmm. left until I am completely done my nine to five job, jumping in full to like videography work slash podcasting. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm super pumped. Um, There's going to be a lot more content getting pushed out on Patreon, for example, and our social media. So you can expect to see that coming in the, in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Patreon. We got some people to thank, don't we? We do. And thank you for sending me the list. I have four individuals here, starting with Ozzy Carlson, Tamara Newcomb, Amanda Ashcraft, and 
Amanda Carlson. Nice. Thank you so much to all you guys for joining us over on Patreon. This to week. Amanda's, hey? Yeah. And right to on. with the last name Carlson as well. Oh, seriously. Okay. Yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. Wow. So they're going to be getting some awesome content. Like we did a little pre-show for this episode. We do a pre-show like every other episode, it seems like, mm-hmm. and just throw it out there with some cool conversations. And at the end of the month, even they get what? Exclusive episode. All to themselves. Every month. Yeah. The only way you can hear the episode is on Patreon. And we're mm-hmm. actually building a bit of a library over there now. So uh, yeah. So when you sign up too, like you can literally go and listen to all of them. Yeah. So, so. sign up. You got the whole back library of episodes. You can go through it all, listen to all those awesome ones. Cause I mean, like we have like what? 130 episodes now on our like regular podcast library. Mm-hmm. We've probably got another, like, I don't know, 30 episodes. 20, 30. Yeah. Yeah. We should compile a list to actually put it out there. We are. We got. In the we coming will. in the coming weeks, there's actually going to be an addition onto our website that only patrons can access. So it's a nice, easy access library that they can see it all like mm-hmm. boom right there. Yeah. But we can share that on Instagram too, which cases we've done. Oh, yeah. So people can see if they're interested, right? So. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Um, what else we got to talk about? Oh, okay. As cliche as it is, there is something I want to touch on. The weather. Oh my gosh. Are we touching on the weather? We are because I'm sorry. I'm stupid excited with the weather. We already mentioned it as we were talking to patrons earlier, but the snow's melting. Cabin fever. We, I think we'll touch on this. How about we touch on this every week until we have no snow? Because Deal. people are probably just shocked, but we literally still have. Okay. I think it's not two feet anymore. I no. Think probably like at least a foot and a half though. Um, In a, some areas. In some areas. A I think foot. I think a foot is our average. Um, but if you go like de- to the downtown area where there's a little more like, you know, pollution and warmth mm-hmm. from buildings and cars, there's not a whole lot left, if any. But we're on the outskirts of town where there's snow. It's higher ele- elevation up here. That's true. I, the dog park actually ha- had very little. Which so. is good. But yeah. that's downtown too. It's downtown. So yeah. we probably have a good average of a foot of snow still on our lawns and everything. It's not cool. I think it will be here for at least two more weeks. Probably. Yeah. Well, put it this way. I got a Facebook memory popped up. What was it? Last week. I was fishing on open water <laughs> seven years ago on a lake. Yeah. And that same day, my dad was ice fishing on the same fucking lake this year. Right. Yeah. So seven I was years like, different. I was like, what do you mean? At the same yeah. time? I was like, that's so no. dangerous. Seven but years I see ago. What you mean. Seven years ago, there was no ice in the lake. Mm-hmm. This year. Ice fishing. Ice fishing. Yeah. When he was drilling through, he said there was like a foot and a half, two feet of ice on it still. Yeah, we've had a particularly uh, harsh winter. You, you said shitty winter wrong. We've had a particularly shitty And winter. I think it hit us mostly in in, the fe- in February or so. So that's why we're having all this extra yeah. snow right now too, I think. Yeah, and we've been getting a lot of shitty spring weather too. It's been freezing overnight. So yeah, cabin fever is soon going to go out the window because oh. we're able to go outside and explore and melty snow and sun and stuff melty snow and sun and stuff it was snowing today yeah which is bullshit i don't know if you knew that i did know that nothing stuck it was just some flakes coming down yeah crisis averted (laughs) all right you ready to get into this i'm ready to roll um this is not the case that i was hoping to cover this week um the one i was going to cover this week is a little bit more involved as i mentioned last time so i'm pushing it off again to have the proper time to research that one um, this one, though, it is just as involved. Um, I was able to actually get the research done for this one, which is nice. So here we go. You ready? Awesome. Let's go. So this case is the case 
of Michelle Susan Hadley. Okay. So Michelle was a 29-year-old woman who was born on December 20th of 1986 in Upland, California to Michael and Susan Hadley. Now, she moved with her parents and her younger sister to Ontario, California when she was a younger kid. It was there that she would grow up and blossom into the person that people knew and loved. Her and her family were devout Christians, and Michelle was described as quiet, intelligent, a driven young woman. She didn't partake in any of the typical alluring lifestyles of others her age as she began to grow up a little bit. Some of those lifestyles being things like, you know, partying, risk-taking. For me, example, like I go cliff jumping, that sort of mm. stuff, you know, running on the railroad tracks or who knows what these darn kids are getting up to these days, you know. Would you still cliff jump at your age? Fuck yeah. Okay, just curious. Hells yeah. <laughs> I just might not go as high. <laughs> you could still jump off a cliff into like four like four feet down. Five, five feet, that's fine, eh? That's still cliff, that's still cliff jumping. As long as it's a cliff, you know, that's still <laughs> cliff jumping. Um, but yeah, she believed rules were to be followed, not to be broken. Uh, with her morals intact, she had a clean criminal history. She was just a good kid. Now, this didn't mean that she stayed out of the spotlight, though. Just because she kept her nose clean, was quiet, she kind of didn't seek out the spotlight per se. She wasn't a center of attention kind of person. But in high school, she was a track star who was often pushing the envelope for kids her age and all that sort of thing. She was actually getting quite the accomplishments on her shoulder. Nice. Because of this, it ended up earning her a scholarship to a college in Pennsylvania. That's a big deal. Oh, yes. She must have been good. Hell yeah. Scholarships are like, no joke, man. Yeah. You get those, that's 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 a merit on you for yeah, sure. that's awesome. So eventually in 2009, she would graduate with a bachelor's degree, but also with an engagement ring proudly displayed on oh, her finger. Oh, wow. She was actually engaged to her high school sweetheart. Oh, isn't that just the best? Oh, definitely. Just like us, high school sweethearts. Yeah, in case you didn't know. Yeah. However... Unfortunately, though, like many relationships that start young, it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard that a few times. It's not going to work. It's yeah. not going to last. Yeah, we've we've been lasting so far. So hopefully it keeps that way. Unfortunately for Michelle, though, it didn't work out the same way. Dang. Um, they would separate and go their separate ways in 2014, only four years after their wedding. Oh, okay. So they did. So they got married. Four years later, they divorced. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So now single. And on her own for the first time as an adult, and by like on her own, I mean like as a single adult on her own, you know, yeah. not a partner to be dependent on. So Michelle was you know, not too eager to jump into the world of dating. She had been with the same partner for years. And in fact, he was the only one that she'd ever dated. Mm -hmm. So the idea of starting at the beginning wasn't a fantastic thought. And rightfully so. I can't blame her. Or oh, yeah. If we were to just split right now, I'd be, I wouldn't even know what the fuck it to do. It would be very daunting. Oh, yeah. I'd be at the supermarket be market being like, hi there. <laughs> wow. I see you have eggs in your basket. You know, that's not how you <laughs> chat at home. You're like, oh, I would just get so many chicks like all the time. Yeah. Eggs in the basket. Chicks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're, you have so much confidence. So it's funny hearing you speak like this. I probably I I have false confidence. I like to think I'd be fantastic, but in reality situation, I'm sure I wouldn't. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I was right. I was like, yeah, no. Now when the podcast is over, I'll tell you how, how awesome I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, like reality is though, 
Michelle wasn't like too fond of the idea of going out there talking to people. I can understand. I wouldn't be fond of it. No, I completely understand. Yeah. Um, so instead, she found herself focusing on her career. She worked at a job as a marketing support manager for an insurance company. Now here, she would dedicate nearly all her time and energy. And she would at times even clock 70 hours a week. Holy. Yeah, which left absolutely zero time for dating, even if she did want to. Okay, that's actually like not healthy, though. That's a no. terrible work-life balance. Exactly. But I mean, I understand if someone's enjoying it and if someone is working yeah. towards something. So no no hate on it, but that's, mean, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, when you own your own business, like I do, I probably actually clock that many hours some weeks for Pro- sure. Probably. <laughs> so who am I to talk? Yeah. Uh, now, the, the funny thing is, though, the world has a, an interesting way of working sometimes. Now, you try and turn a blind eye and not seek something out. So sometimes instead, that thing often comes looking for you. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even a year later when Michelle would be at a Starbucks grabbing a coffee on a break when she would catch the eye of someone. Now, the man was Ian Diaz. He was struck by her beauty and he introduced himself. And against Michelle's thoughts on dating, she found herself dropping her guard and, and being wrapped up in this guy as he kind of spoke to her. He was quite charming, sweet, and he was a U.S. Marshal at that. And before she knew it, she found herself giving him her phone number so they wow. could keep in touch and see each other again. Look at that. And so they did. They saw each other again. And then they were head over heels, in fact. It was moving pretty fast. And it was only two dates later that Ian would say those three powerful words. I love you. Holy shit. Okay. Is there, uh, I was like thinking, is there, are you dropping a bomb? Is it some other three words? But really? Yeah. He said, I love you. That's quick. Only two dates later. Sometimes, you know, you know, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, she felt the same way. She said it seemed like so, so right. It seemed to just fit. And it was like, there were two puzzle pieces. Like nothing felt wrong about it. So, I mean, good That's for them. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was spring of 2014 when the two moved in together. And this is when Michelle would realize just who Ian really was. Shit. So is he a terrible person? Well, we'll get into it. Uh-oh. And I mean, at first things weren't like, at first things weren't too bad. Um, Ian did have a very controlling side though. And he would begin showing it um, more and more. He started trying to tell her how uh, he wanted her to dress and present herself. He wanted her to be more sexy. Oh, wow. Um, which, I mean, in itself isn't too harmful. No. If it's a conversation between two consenting people, exploring their sexuality together, being like, hey, you should wear that like that that outfit that yeah. I really like for, to dinner tonight. Like, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? There are, I think, c- circumstances where that can be totally fine. Yeah, but boundaries. Mm-hmm. But then if she wants to wear something else, like, she can fucking wear something else. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um. But in this case, it was very one-sided. He was wow. very much so like, yeah, you should you should do this. You should do that. Like he he had ideas of wanting to wear crop tops all the time. Holy. Um, he wanted her to put on more makeup. He wanted to do like acrylic nails. He wanted. Oh, wow. He was even pressuring her to pierce her belly button. Okay. I don't love any of this no. at all. No. Which, again, devil's advocate, I was pressuring you to pierce your nose recently <laughs> yeah but honestly <laughs> that you had you've been wanting me to forever only because and, you wanted to well yeah because i has mentioned it and lots of times i'm like i'm gonna do what i want to do it so fuck yeah. off. <laughs> but that's the thing i was fucking off right <laughs> yeah i would bring it up like every few months being like hey you gonna have, ever pierce your nose and you'd be like yeah one day i'd be like okay i think you should do it soon yeah and that's about the extent and then i did it when i wanted to do it exactly oh, yeah. no he's like 
I want you to pierce your belly. Oh my like, god! Pierce your belly button. Honestly, like, let's that, go now. That just like makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, he was really trying to push this. He clearly had alter like what's the word I'm looking for? Ulterior motives. He had an agenda, sort of thing. He was trying to create something that she wasn't. Exactly, and all of that sort of stuff he's trying to create was exactly against the very nature of who Michelle was. Oh boy. Um, he would manage to convince her of many things over the course of their relationship. One of which was to leave her current job where she put in all these hours. Holy. He convinced her to leave her job and start a marketing position at Disneyland. Okay. Which is a place that's kind of fun. (laughs) It is. And it's a place that he previously worked at and he knew many people who were still employed there. So in this position, Michelle would take a $20,000 pay cut annually. That's substantial. And in this position, she would also be under the watchful eye of many people who could report back to Ian. Oh, okay. I kind of was kind of wondering if that's where that was going. That's definitely where that was going. Holy shit. So he had her right where he wanted her. She was dependent on him now with pay cut. She was always under his watch. They were living together. And he was beginning to get her to do more and more things that he wanted. Gosh, okay. I'm like all hot and bothered here. Not a good way. I do <laughs> okay. not I do not Glad like you the, clarified that. I do not like what's going on here at all. Well, their relationship, though it was not the best in Michelle's eyes, it was still one worth being a part of. It wasn't getting terrible yet. She There's, still loved him. She still loved him. Most of these things were just minor red flags at this point. He's not like forcing her to wear crop tops. He's not forcing her to get the belly button. It's just a lot of pressure on her, you know? He's putting a lot of pressure and it's starting to get more and more. But she still does love him. Uh, And she still wasn't aware of all the manipulation necessarily to a degree. But even still, uh, she would be blinded by the love for him, right? Mm -hmm. And even more so when he proposed to her under the iconic Christmas tree in New York City Rockefeller Center. Shit. I mean, gosh, I feel like someone could propose to me that way now and I'd say yes. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, You should remember you're married. <laughs> that's just the most iconic like thing you can do, right? Yeah. So. No, he, he literally bought her plane ticket, oh. flew her there for her birthday and proposed to her under the Christmas tree right there. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I kind of do really like that. And she, of <laughs> course, said, said yes. yes. Now this, again, was another turning point in the relationship. It was no longer just asking and convincing her to dress sexier. Ian wanted his new fiance to have sex with other men and to let him watch. Okay. Again, devil's yeah. advocate. If yeah. all parties are consenting, there, there's no harm, harm in this, right? If she's into that as well. Yeah. I mean, like whatever floats your boat. The only problem is Michelle, as previously mentioned, was a devout Christian and the whole oh. cuckold situation, because that's the definition of this, you know, someone who gets off on watching their partner in a sexual relationship right. with someone else. She didn't want to do this. She didn't. And it's far from her beliefs. She didn't want to do this. It's not even part of what she believes in. Just no, right? Okay. Yeah. That's not good at all. Still though, Ian managed to chip away and eventually convince her and coerce her into it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So under the influence of apparent cold medication and several shots of fireball and, of course, tired of the harassing constant do this, do this, do this, she finally caved and she finally agreed. So Ian found a stranger on the Internet from a website with a less than positive reputation known as Craigslist. Oh, my word. 
Yes. Okay, it just keeps getting worse. Okay. Yeah. So that night she oh, engaged with the stranger while Ian watched. Okay. The next morning, Michelle was filled with utter regret mm-hmm. with what happened. Even more so when she saw the video that Ian had recorded. Holy shit. Yeah. And she begged him to delete the video. Oh my gosh, this is bad. He refused to delete it. He didn't seem to care at all about the feelings of his fiance going through all this regret. And instead of accepting his part that he played and coercing her, he just simply blamed her saying that it's not like anyone put a gun to your head and make you do it. Wow. Okay. This is unbelievable. So it's almost like he did this to have some serious blackmail against her. Um, And it's it's kind of what I'm feeling like. At this point, it can be perceived as that. Okay. That there's a potential for this to be blackmail, but no, it's not blackmail material. It's that's just him. Okay. He just gets off on that sort of shit. Gosh. Um, And I mean, unfortunately, she she believed him. She's like, yeah, no one did put a gun to my head. He didn't make me do this. But just because he didn't physically make you doesn't mean he fucking get, didn't gaslight you into this, which is exactly what he did. Well, yeah, if he's constantly pressuring her and bringing it up and and she's feeling like she's not making him happy because she's not giving him what he wants or whatever. she And then she goes and does it. And then it's like he's almost, well, you, I didn't make you do it. Bingo. Like, what the actual fuck? Exactly. So she believed him. She's Are, like, it. it is my fault is what she's thinking. Wow. She's Are, like, it's not him. It's me. Are they married at this point, sorry, or not just engaged, right? Just engaged. Yeah. Okay. So four months later after this, the relationship continues. The two would buy a $470,000 condo together. Both their names are on the mortgage and of which Michelle paid the deposit all on her own. Instead of this being, you know, the thing to bring them closer together like she was hoping, it was actually the thing that drove them even farther apart. Ian was brutal. His temper only growing more and more. There were countless verbal fights and even physical altercations where he would, in one instant, pin her down, forcing her at his will. Not, I don't want to, I should kind of worded that bad. He didn't sexually abuse her or anything. It was just a physical altercation. Okay. okay? Finally, though, she saw that Ian was a major problem. She began to realize it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's him. He's this problem in this relationship. Okay, I'm glad that she had this realization. Yeah. So she realized she needed to leave. Okay. So by August that year, she did. Right on. Ian, of course, was furious. He watched as she sped off in her car to go live with her mom and her dad. And over the course of the next year, a long legal battle over the condo would ensue. And this is where Michelle let her anger get the better of her. She sent Ian angry biblical emails filled with cursing and damnation, threatening his eventual judgment from both the law and the Lord. And I mean, it was kind of out of bad, out of bad taste, but there was nothing really threatening per se about it. You can kind of read into it and assume, but she didn't say like, I'm going to kill you. It was just like, you're going to get what's coming to you. You're going to be judged one day, like all this sort of like the wrath of God. This sort of stuff, right? Very biblical. And as strong as it sounded and as terrifying as it could be coming across, she was actually the one who was terrified. Ian, due to his law enforcement background, had access to firearms. In fact, he had a license to carry. 
And she even noticed unmarked vans following her around on a regular basis. So she began to think that he was using his authority as an officer of law to have other people follow her. Yeah. Which ain't cool. No. So she's just like scared shitless here. Oh, and rightfully so. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine just driving around after this sort of relationship and then seeing an unmarked van just following you? Yeah. Fuck this shit, I'm out. I know. Holy fuck. Like, I don't even know how you'd really have a restful sleep. Yeah. Right? You probably wouldn't. Oh, boy. Okay. Now, she had reported him to both her school and her workplace in hopes of, like, getting him banned. And and apparently it was only the school that had listened. Uh, Her workplace didn't take it too seriously. But it did piss him off when he found out that he was banned from where she was still going to school. Good. And in return, he reported her to the authorities for her threatening emails. And he also applied for a restraining order, though it was denied and he was unsuccessful. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he has those emails, that sucks. It does. So that's kind of that. It was left at that. They're kind of working towards their legal things, trying to just move on with their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. And eventually they did agree to some legal terms in the condo where, you know, um, he's going to continue to living in there, which he currently is, and she's going to continue to pay. And there's going to be some about how if he fails, they're going to try and sell it together and split it. I didn't dive too much into that. They're going to be splitting the cost of the condo eventually here. Okay. But in the meantime, he is still living there. Okay. And while he's living there, Ian met someone else. Okay, I was I was thinking, what does he do? Does he destroy it? Does he like lower the value? But okay, he meets no. someone else. He meets someone else. And he meets someone by the name of Angela Connell. And the two of them moved fast. So fast that they actually married one month after meeting. Holy. So This is now, his like MO. Yeah. So it was now Angela Diaz. And three months after that, they announced they were expecting twins. Wow. Okay. That's very quick. So Ian had a new woman in his life, a new bride, in fact, a family with kids on the way and a home that was supposed to be Michelle's was supposed to be her. Mm -hmm. Because so this family is living in that condo. Yeah. A condo that she is still currently paying. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And I'm sure it was, you know, not so good news for Michelle to hear when she did discover this. Now, I know we have a few turning points already in this story. So I do just want to clarify, buckle up, because here's another one. um, And there's more to come still. But while living her new and happy life, Angela, with Ian, one day received an onslaught of threatening biblical emails. Okay. One of which, for example, read this. You deserve nothing but a life of lonely torture. I have ways to hurt you. There is no place you will be safe anymore. Now, this one particularly isn't very biblical, but many of them were on the biblical lines. So it's quite a horrific email to receive. And unfortunately, it's exactly what this email did say when Angela received it in 2016. She has to know a little bit of this backstory, though. What's that? Like the backstory. Angela. Like his name's Ian, right? Yes. He would have had to, or maybe he wouldn't. I'm curious if he shared anything in regards to about Michelle to Angela. 
Um, he most definitely would have because Michelle, okay. Michelle knew, or sorry, Angela knew of Michelle and okay, yeah, okay. Um, because when all these emails were pouring in, she sees she's getting them from Michelle and she knows who Michelle is. Right? Okay. So, yeah. So Angela just tried to simply ignore these emails at first, but the messages persist. Um, they began with death threats. They began with threats of having people come over and rape her. Oh. And even geez. threats on the lives of killing her unborn children. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's too, that's too far. It gets worse because they also, the emails began having attachments to them of images of women being killed, beaten, headless bodies, survivors and non-survivors of violent assaults, and even gruesome images of fetuses. Really? Hey? Yes. Okay. And I don't know. I like, is this legitimately Michelle doing this? Angela was receiving these emails from, I believe it was upwards of six different accounts, all under the name of Michelle Hadley. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Huh. I'm not, I'm not fully convinced that it's the Michelle that's sending these. No? Why? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to eat these words, but like I, I, I was on her side like a few minutes ago here <laughs> and now it doesn't seem so good. So I don't know. I'm going to just keep listening. Well, it was all too much for Angela. She wanted to get off social media. She didn't want to have any contact with Michelle in any way, shape or form. So she deleted her profiles and she was terrified to the point that she was becoming a recluse. She was staying inside, staying away as much as she could. And emails kept coming in and so eventually she filed for a restraining order against michelle okay however even with the restraining order being filed the emails didn't stop and police were now very concerned for angela's safety especially when they realized that ian had also filed a similar complaint against michelle in the past with these biblical threatening emails so safety was a concern because she has a history of this already so not long after Angela had her successful restraining order in place, Angela was sitting at home one day and her email box once again starting getting flooded with emails. This time, though, it was in response to a Craigslist ad. An ominous post that offered to hire men to fulfill a rape fantasy. Okay. The ad gave Angela's address description oh, of her oh. what she looked like where she lived phone number um even gave her dog walking routine what the dog looked like and the breed offering to oh. pay men to come and grab her force her into her home and fulfill this rape fantasy okay see at first i didn't quite i didn't quite get what you meant here but holy shit yes so someone has put an ad out for her Yes. Saying that she has a desire to be raped. Correct. Someone wow. is impersonating Angela on Craigslist 
And she is now receiving email responses from people who are willing to fulfill the ad. Okay, that is really disturbing. That that is actually terrifying. Isn't it? Wow. Okay. Like I'm I'm re- ah, I don't even know what to say yeah. to that. That's Let that sink in. Terrifying. Wow. <laughs> I've never I don't know, I've just have never oh, sometimes I just think I'm like too pure. I would just never have thought of like something so terrible to do to someone like and that. And how how easy would it be? To do that to someone. Oh, gosh, that's disturbing. Yeah, it would be easy. Someone could take five minutes out of their day Mm -hmm. and do that to someone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess there's ways of going about tracking who it is and stuff. Oh, definitely. It's not necessarily super easy. Well, it's super. Just figure out who it is right off the bat. Well, I mean, IP addresses and all that sort of stuff, like it, it can be traced easy enough. But if you want to put that out on someone, you can do it. You're going to get fucking caught. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So. See, I'm just going to throw out something just so left field here. And I know that I'm probably just so like off. Okay. But for some reason, and I think it might just be how you presented it. I think Ian is a piece of shit. That's his name, right? (laughs) Yes, it's Ian. For some reason, I just think Ian is like such a piece of shit that like this is coming from him. Okay. And I don't know why my brain's going that way, but it is. And I'm sure it's going to have some sort of other outcome, but I'm just, just sharing my thoughts here. Okay. Throwing your dart in the dartboard, seeing if it sticks, eh? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll keep going and we'll see if your theory plays out. Okay. So after receiving these Craigslist responses, it would be three days later when Angela would be viciously attacked in her own garage oh my gosh no someone broke in tried to rape her but she managed to fight them off oh okay that's amazing by the time the police arrived the individual had fled but angela was found in the garage um basically in a panic well yeah holy heck she would just never feel safe ever yep she needs to like flee this area So this was the last straw for police. They immediately went to find Michelle, who was just coming home from a date when she found police pulling up, or sorry, police uh, parked in her driveway as she was pulling up. And there she was arrested. And they seized her phone, tablet, and laptop under a warrant, and they sent her away to prison. Now there she spent one night in jail before her parents paid her bail, which I believe, I didn't write this one down, uh, but I believe it was only $1,000 bail that night. Uh, and she was free. I'd, but, I'd pay that for you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but the moment she was free, Angela began receiving more responses from Craigslist ads again about more rape fantasies. Well, yeah, because someone literally knows that she just got out of jail. Yeah. But who? Ian. Ian. Okay. You're sticking with that, eh? I don't know. Well, as a result of this second round of Craigslist ads, <clears throat> A 17-year-old boy who thought the encounter was consensual was found lurking outside of Angela's place three weeks later, and Michelle was once again arrested. Her bail this time, though, was $1 million, and she faced life in prison. Okay. Well, I mean, some serious shit's going down here. Like, this is terrifying. And of course, this time, her parents couldn't pay bail. They couldn't right. get her out. Well, no, that's a big chunk of change. Oh, definitely. I don't definitely I, have that I sitting in my wallet. I don't think I would be able to do that. I would do that for you. I'm sorry. Fair enough. I can't expect that. 
Um, so 88 days doesn't sound like a whole lot to most people. And it, I mean, it really isn't, especially considering the grand scheme of like life. Mm -hmm. uh, but it must have felt like it must have felt like it dragged on forever for Michelle while she was sitting in prison because she spent 88 days locked behind bars for those emails and those posts. All 88 days for a crime that she claimed she didn't commit. Okay. Michelle always claimed that she was innocent. But then again, I mean, a lot of people do, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably a high percentage of people in jail right now that say they didn't yeah. do it. I'm innocent. I tell you. And some of, them, some of them might not have. But nah, it's very possible. The majority of them in there, I'm sure have. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she just stood her ground. She said it wasn't her and that she was telling the truth. And she was almost certain she knew who it was. And she was certain it was her ex-fiance behind it all. <laughs> I'm just like what in my head. Laugh I'm like, that? Michelle, I believe you. It wasn't you. <laughs> well, while Michelle was behind bars, her parents, like I said, couldn't pay her bail. But what they could do is they could hire a good lawyer with what, what, what with what money they did have. Sorry, I stumbled out there. Um, and while they were doing that, they were able to look and see if they could uh, unravel the story okay. and what really happened. And that's exactly what did occur. The story began to unwind and reveal itself. It's also at this point that it really began to show that law enforcement were clearly not doing their job or really even attempting to. Okay. Um, I think I'm on to something you here. Think so? Well, a little bit of basic digging from Michelle's parents and lawyer began to unearth every bit of truth. Michelle couldn't be responsible. School records show that she was in class with many alibis with uh, other students. Mm, all her classmates, yeah. Teacher, when a lot of these emails were being sent. Other documents showed that she was briefly hospitalized for another time when emails were being sent. A simple IP software, a tracker, was installed by her parents. And they managed to download some messages and show that the IP was not from Michelle's phones or any locations she had ever been from, been at wow. during anything being sent. Good parents. I like them. Yeah. And all this is being done from the comfort of their own home. Yeah. Yet police didn't even attempt to look at IP addresses or any sort of documentation on her whereabouts at all. They're just assuming it's her. They're just assuming. They're taking the word. And she spent 88 days in jail, for God's sakes. Yep. So she hadn't written any of these emails or the job posts on Craigslist. In fact, she had no idea how they even got up there, and she now had the evidence to back it up and prove it. However, as they were collecting all this and getting it ready to defend their daughter, something unexpected happened. Uh-oh. Ian Diaz, Michelle's ex-fiance, walked into the police office and confessed that he had just discovered his new wife, Angela, was actually the one who'd been behind this whole thing. She was sending the emails herself. She posted the Craigslist ads. Oh, shit. I never would have called that one. He said he discovered this after he began to untangle a web of her lies, including one of a previous miscarriage while they were together and then finding out that it was actually an aborted child because it was from a previous oh, okay. relationship. Okay. She wasn't sure who the father was, so aborted the child, claimed it was a miscarriage, and then was then pregnant with his twins. Right. However, that pregnancy was also fake. 
One oh. she falsified by purchasing ultrasound images off Etsy for $7. Holy, I didn't even know that was a thing. So police were forced to finally begin to do a proper investigation. And then we looked in, and when they looked into Angela closer, they found some damning evidence. All the emails and Craigslist posts were done using a VPN, which covers IP addresses. It essentially assigns oh, a random okay. IP address from somewhere else instead of your own. Right. Which under a warrant, you can easily dig up the real IP address. So they were able to find that the IP address was coming from their condo, exactly where she would be. And they also found eight separate online email accounts under Michelle's name that Angela had created. They also looked into security footage from their condo and Angela's assault in the garage. There was no attacker. Seriously, no way. It was Angela herself. What? She ripped her own shirt, bloodied her own head and what? called the cops all on her own. Digging into her history prior to all of this, they would uncover that she was a pathological liar, spinning lies from basically everywhere she went. One lie that stuck out to me from her past, I don't want to dig into too much of it, but one lie in particular, she even faked cervical cancer to manipulate an ex-boyfriend. Oh, that is disgusting. Isn't it? Huh. Okay, well, fuck this, though. I thought I had this in the bag. <laughs> you thought you had it in the bag, Kate. I did. Well, but this is way worse, really. This is unbelievable. Well, I don't know. Is this worse? I don't know. I'm going to keep listening. Okay. <laughs> well, on January 6, 2017, she was finally arrested. Angela was in cuffs. And the credit was all given to detectives for their hard work cracking the case, even though that was far from the truth. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Michelle had her name dragged through the mud uh -huh. in national headlines. Hopefully she got some sort of compensation. Well, initially she only got a simple, I'm sorry, and an apology. It's not enough. No. Until she would later take uh, take the city to court and settled with not only the city, but also the police force. Okay. Um, on an undisclosed amount. Good. Which is good. But still though, Michelle didn't want money. That's not what she was after. Mm -hmm. She wanted justice. Angela would plead guilty in October of 2017 as part of a plea deal and only receive a five-year sentence. Whoa, what? However, Angela was not Michelle's target for justice. It was Ian. Angela. Okay, say that again. Michelle knew Angela was a part of this. She knew she played a part. Okay. But she was insistent oh. that Ian was the mastermind behind all of this. Okay, so she thinks she... Okay, so maybe I'm not totally... Okay, okay, we're back into this now. <laughs> I'm getting excited again. That's so bad. This is <laughs> Are you good? I'm good, yeah. Well, because she knows that he's a piece of shit. She does. So let's hear this. Okay. Well, she figured that when they split... He was so enraged that he left, that she left him, mm -hmm. that he did all of this to exact revenge on her, even potentially part of getting the condo all to himself and not having to split the money with her as a right. result. Yeah. So the police were 
incredibly reluctant to charge Ian with anything or even investigate him on anything. Now, maybe they had a hard time pinning something on him because they'd use Angela to cover his tracks, whatever. I mean, whatever. They're trying to protect one of their own. Um, there's also something called the blue wall because during this whole case, his name was actually covered for a lot of it while the two women were dragged through the mud. The blue wall, meaning basically the police protecting one of their own. Uh, okay. So he was actually a police officer, sorry? Uh I can't, what was his job? I have to scroll all the way back. He was part of law enforcement. He wasn't a police officer per se. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember what the heck you had said. Ah, here it is. He's a U.S. Marshal. Oh, okay. Okay. So being a part of law enforcement, basically, you know, people are protecting their own sort Mm -hmm. of thing. So it's kind of exactly a gray area on why all this occurred. What, for whatever reason, he was kind of being protected, but he was. So what we do know is that Angela served time for her part. And if Ian had any part, he clearly walked free for it. Mm -hmm. But did he actually have a part in this? Well, in March of 2023. Oh, that's like, what? It's April. Yeah. Okay. This was weeks ago. I haven't heard a thing about this. Yeah. A full five years after Angela pled guilty to her charges, Ian was finally taken to court for his apparent part in what happened to Michelle. Many details would be discovered. He had, for example, the access to the biblical emails that Michelle had originally sent. Emails that, you know, falsified replicas could be made from. Huh. So... Sure, you can say that Angela did all this. Yeah. But if she's the one sending these biblical emails to herself, where did she get the reference from? Yeah. No well, Ian is the only one who had those references. Wow. So he would have had to provide them. There's also text evidence from Ian's phone to a Craigslist user telling them to come to the condo for the, quote, rape fantasy ad that was being placed online. Oh, my gosh. He used Angela like a puppet to get back to his oh. back at his ex-fiance and proceed proceeded to throw her under the bus when it looked like evidence of Michelle's innocence was about to surface. Huh. Okay. Shit. I was right. I that was a roller coaster for me, but yeah, we're yeah. back here. I'm back on the top. Let me guess. You knew it all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, you didn't doubt you didn't doubt it for a second. <laughs> well, Ian was found guilty of the charges of conspiracy to commit cyberstalking, wow. cyberstalking, peer jury, and obstruction of a federal matter and could face up to 20 years in prison. Good. Holy shit. His trial for sentencing will be scheduled for later this year, 2023. Okay, so did so it was all him? Angela was just... So he, he was literally just playing her like a puppet. Like she was pretty much probably going through the same thing that Michelle had been going through. I don't know per se if she was going through the same thing. Um, I mean, the manipulation for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the the abuse side of it, that's hard to say for sure. Uh, but Angela was the perfect person person for it. Because she is already a pathological liar. She's already Okay, so that is true. Yes, that is all true. Okay. She is the perfect person to pin this on if he needs to. Because, hey, she's been lying this whole time to me. She's doing all this stuff. It's her character to lie. She's clearly jealous of my ex. She's doing all this. I had no part. 
Mm-hmm. That's basically what he's doing. Wow. So what Angela went through, I cannot speak of because I couldn't find anything on how she was treated by Ian. I'm assuming not very good. But he very much so intentionally chose her. I'm not sure if it was intentional or just coincidence that he happened to find or someone. He met her and was like, dang, this will work for me. Exactly. Huh. He probably was just out on the prowl to find someone and he was like, Hey, I could fucking do this with this person. Yeah. Holy heck. So, yeah, we're waiting for his trial. We'll be watching to see just how long his sentence is. He could get up to 20 years. Um, but, I mean, chances are it'll be a lot more than uh, than 88 days yeah. or five years. Had you come across this case online then or something? Uh, yeah. Actually, I had come across it a few months ago, and I was, I was kind of intrigued by it. And then when I started researching it, I had – started researching like a week after his trial had occurred. Oh, wow. And so as soon as, like, as soon as I started typing into Google to research and everything, yeah, boom, all these recent articles from like five days ago popped up on his, on his trial. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Cause I'm curious then if people who are listening, um, have heard of this then if it's, if it's been like in the news and stuff recently. Right. Cause I have not heard of anything of this. Yeah. So. Well, if you Google it right now, you'll just get a shit ton of articles from like a month ago. Wow. Yeah. So huh. now you can dive deeper into some of the semantics of the things that did occur on this. Oh, you always can. Yeah. You always can. Um, that, yeah, there was, especially in a lot of the, the lies and stuff like Angela's history, for example, mm-hmm. um, some of the details on how it played out on Michelle's end, um, like, when she was in in prison, for example, one of uh, one of the details is she was like looked at as like a very low life in prison because she was attempting to kill a pregnant woman. Oh, that's scary! Hey? Yeah, so everyone in jail like hated her, um, and she uh. also had another cellmate who was a, an elderly woman who was also like hated from she was in there from like kidnapping or something. Okay. Um, but reportedly after she got out of jail, she went back and helped this other elderly woman get out of jail and like rehabilitate her too. Oh, because wow. she had this new like uh insight on what it's like to be in prison. And like oh, okay. she only had a chance because of like who she is and privilege and stuff. So, yeah. So yeah, there's there's a whole other side of the story you can dive into and you can go for a long ways. Um, but yeah, it's a wild one. I was worried there was going to be a different outcome and that Michelle died or something. So no, thankfully, thankfully, there are no deaths in this one. Yeah. Um, Ian's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Angela, though, she is also a victim in this. She's also playing a very heavy part. Not cool. Let's just say that. Yeah. Not cool, Angela. (laughs) Not cool, Angela. (laughs) Not cool. Are you impressed that I like had caught on to that at that point? Or you're like, no, it's obvious. I, I did plant a few seeds. Very, very obvious <laughs> seeds. One of the things I was actually hoping you would catch on is the use of Craigslist. You have no idea what I'm talking about. The no, silent. I don't. Should I? So I'm trying to figure it out. When Ian convinced Michelle to have this cuckold situation and screw some stranger oh, okay. from Craigslist. Okay. And now all of a sudden... There's yeah. these predators for hire also on Craigslist. Craigslist again, yeah. That was a, a red flag for me right away when I was researching. I was like, holy shit, Craigslist, Craigslist, boom. I guarantee you not some like Christian woman is sitting there on Craigslist very often. Yeah. Especially if her experience is a negative one, a negative connotation for being 
um, coerced into yeah, this situation. Yeah, She probably wouldn't use it. It's like, yeah. She might be using Marketplace, you know? You should change it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just sitting there on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Looking for a sexual predator today, please. Oh, my gosh. That's so bad. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's interesting. Huh, what a freaking shit show of a case. Wow. You haven't heard of this one, hey? No, I definitely have not. You enjoyed the story on this one, though, by well, the sounds of it. It was a little, it was definitely like interesting. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Fair enough. <laughs> I I was really hoping you weren't going to waver from your your theory of Ian, though, but, uh, but you really did. I, you know what? I didn't. I was like all against Ian the whole time. Of course, of course. I know I did waver, but I was just like, oh, really? I wasn't expecting the Angela, th the this, this what is it called? The turn of events there, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, Ian's a piece of shit. But I mean, he manipulated Michelle. Of course he's going to manipulate Angela yeah. too. Yeah, So, hey, yeah. I w I'm going to give myself at least 50%, okay? Yeah, I, I'd give you more. Okay. I'd, I'd give you way more. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you got a lot of credits early on. You you deduced some things <laughs> and you did well. So bravo to oh, you. Oh, I could have done better. But yeah, it definitely wasn't a fail. So there you go. No, you you, you pass with flying colors. <laughs> well done. That would have been definitely interesting to research. Wow. It was. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you stuck around to the end and even hear our rambling as we're sitting here right now. <laughs> and hopefully you are rooting for Nicole to get, get Ian right and you <laughs> didn't waver like she did. Oh, it, oh, I know. I mean, okay. No, I bet good. a lot of people were in the same boat as me. I Probably. Bet I bet. As I mentioned at the very beginning, there was a lot of twists and turns, a lot oh, of yeah. unexpected events. So if you didn't follow along and you're like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. I can't blame you. <laughs> I was the same way when researching. Um, but even still, if you want to check us out on some more social medias and stuff, like I said, in the next about two weeks, you can see a big increase uh, coming when, uh, when I'm jumping full time into this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So you can hit up on Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, we got a YouTube, we got our website, you name it, all that cool, cool stuff. And as we discovered a few weeks ago, you can even uh, leave some comments and yeah. stuff on Spotify. Yeah. On our polls or whatever they're called. Yeah. Very cool. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can go ahead and do that. If not, you just want to sit here and listen. We appreciate that a stupendous amount. Mm -hmm. stupendous that's the word of the day today. there you go we stupendous. just appreciate you we do um but yeah thank you for being here it means the world to us it's because of you guys that we get to do this show every week so thank you yeah so until next week stay <laughs> wicked Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.